Hello world, my name is Maya Mintz and you're listening to another episode of Uncurled, an unconventional podcast. Why so serious? (laughs) Last episode, we took a deep dive into vulnerability. I shared a pivotal moment in my life and set the stage for a discussion about family. But like with everything else, (laughs) I've had some time to reflect over the last couple of weeks and I found myself asking the question, why so serious? There will be plenty of time to talk about the serious stuff, but for today, let's take a step back and have some fun together. Let's explore something new, something different. I've recently been getting into the woo-woo, major air quotes around that. (laughs) You might be wondering what that means. I obviously can't speak for everyone, but here's my working definition. I think of the woo-woo as an expansion of awarenesses. Think of all the forces at play in our universe. Not like Star Wars, but also maybe like Star Wars without the Jedi tricks. (laughs) But seriously, forget about space and the looming possibility of life on other planets. Think about the life on our planet. Think about confounding influences. I'm thinking of the butterfly effect, collective unconscious, six degrees of separation. No matter how much we like to think otherwise, we are all intertwined. And in this idea of intertwinement comes awareness, comes compassion, comes humanity. But as we know, not everyone is open to this concept. Actually, I think many people are close to this concept, especially today. In the pilot episode, I spoke about a recent trip to Costa Rica. I think I called it life-changing, and I still stand by that. But let me tell you why. The universe opened for me in Costa Rica, very figuratively, but meaningfully. This trip shifted my perspective and understanding of myself and of the world around me. And there were so many moments, so where do I even begin? But I think I'll start with goddess cards. Tarot cards? Oracle cards? I'm not entirely sure what they're called. These are cards that are used to gain insight into our past, present, and future. It wasn't my first time pulling one, but it was my first time being open to receiving one. And of course, just like expected, it made sense. It was directly applicable to my life. (laughs) But of course I thought it's supposed to be. And as this week went on, this is something a few of us did every morning. It became an early morning ritual. We would wake up, walk to the ocean, and pull cards. It was in this routine that things started to feel a bit uncanny. Each person's cards were so personal, so woven into their unique journeys. I'm being serious. If I pulled your card, it wouldn't have made sense. And even more, as we continued this ritual each morning, the cards we would pull built on breakthroughs that we had the day before uncanny. (laughs) The first time it happened, I thought, okay, that's just coincidence. I'm sure everyone's cards are applicable. But then it happened on day two and day three. 
and four and five and six. And I started to wonder, when does possibility become probability? And at what point should I realize that there is more at play here? But it was even more than that. The stories I heard from people around me, the barriers they were able to overcome, the breakthroughs they had, the moments that gave them meaning. I swear, I absorbed it all like a sponge. (laughs) And that includes some of the concepts I mentioned earlier. So let's talk about them. First, the butterfly effect. It's in line with what I said about intertwinement. The butterfly effect is essentially a notion that our world is so interconnected that one person's actions can initiate a series of events that can influence large-scale change and large-scale systems. It's called the butterfly effect because it's the idea that a butterfly flapping its wings can cause tornadoes or like monsoons or any weather events somewhere across the world. Um, Next up, collective unconscious. This is a psychological theory from one of our founding fathers, Carl Jung. It is described as a pool of knowledge we all have access to. Of course, some people can tune into this more than others, but that's just it. It's described as innate skills and knowledge that life experiences cannot explain. If you dive a little deeper into this concept, which I absolutely recommend doing, it is deeply aligned with ideas surrounding culture and religion. It's honestly quite interesting. But finally, let's talk about six degrees of separation. Also a psychological theory, this comes from Stanley Milgram. It's more commonly known as the small world experiment. Think about when you talk to someone, you're like, wow, what a small world. But essentially, it shows that complete strangers around the world are, on average, connected by six degrees of separation. But you know, one thing I didn't mention, and I'll likely want to do an entire episode on this, but it is the concept of Ho'oponopono. Ho'oponopono, from my understanding, is about a sense of community. It is a traditional Hawaiian way of restoring relationships through forgiveness. It is the idea that anything that happens to you, or anything you might perceive, is of your own creation and, therefore, of your responsibility. As Dr. Lu Hen says, didn't you notice that whenever you experience a problem, you are there? In Ho'oponopono, you repeat four phrases. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Like everything that happened on the retreat, Ho'oponopono resonated with everyone differently. After this exercise, I felt light as air. There's no way to explain it, but if gravity didn't exist, I would have blown away with the wind. (laughs) But like I said, this deserves its own episode. I'm only bringing it up now because this ceremony happened the morning of what I'm about to tell you next. But there was one part of this trip that felt like my own personal Big Bang. In case you're unfamiliar with this term, the Big Bang is the theory of how the universe expanded. I won't explain more than this because I am no expert, but I am an expert in my own experiences. 
So, my big bang. <laughs> In the middle of this week-long retreat, we did a sound bath and cacao ceremony. A sound bath is a full meditative experience. The sounds are deep vibrations that have a powerful effect on our minds and bodies. There's some decibel science here. Again, not an expert. But the cacao, on the other hand, is said to have grounding and spiritual properties. Again, not an expert, so I'll continue. (laughs) This ceremony, or sound bath, or whatever you want to call it, was my big bang. Truly, my awareness expanded past my physical form, and that might be difficult to conceptualize, and I promise I will expand in a minute. But at one point during the ceremony, I got up and felt an urge to leave. (laughs) Without understanding or explanation, I left and decided to go to the beach. I had this overwhelming need to feel my senses. I needed to feel alive, and I didn't even know what that meant in the moment other than this need to feel the sun on my skin and the wind in my hair and the sand on my feet and the waves hitting my body. I don't know how else to explain it other than it was visceral. At some point during this experience, I was walking along the beach and watching the sunset when all of a sudden I had this moment A moment where my awareness and understanding expanded past my physical form. Truly, it was like all of a sudden, my reality no longer revolved around me. And, you know, maybe this is more of a philosophical conversation. I don't really think of myself as a philosophical person. But as I was watching the sunset, it was like this guy cracked open in front of me. I was overcome with emotion, with gratitude, with life, and I realized how lucky I was to be alive, to be able to exist in that moment. I was overwhelmed with gratitude and with privilege. Oh my god, so much privilege. How many things had to happen over the course of time for me to be able to exist in this moment? I'm not talking trivial things like going on a trip or taking time off work or having someone watch my cats, but I became painstakingly aware of all the moments that had to go right over the course of history for me as a Jewish person to be able to exist in that moment. People who have sacrificed so that I could have the right to not only exist, but exist with privilege. I can talk about this moment for hours. (laughs) There are so many layers to it, a lot that I'm actually still uncovering. But without getting deeper than I already have, my aim in sharing this experience is to convey this moment of unconventional growth, of perspective. I really see myself as no longer doing just for me, but doing for those who did for me and can't anymore. I'm not sure if 
that message was conveyed the way I wanted it to. But if you understand, I'm glad that you did or do. (laughs) But anyways, I said we'd have some fun today. So let's end on a fun note. I started the episode by talking about tarot cards and the like. So in the spirit of this openness to the woo-woo, I had a friend do my 2024 tarot card reading. The way this works is that my friend and I, or the way that she explained it to me, (laughs) was to pick 13 cards, one card for each of the 12 months of the year, and then a last card to have this kind of overarching message to keep in mind. Since January just ended, I am going to share my January reading for you all to hear. For the month of January, I pulled the star card, and this card is explained as hope and peace of mind, and it reads, Standing outside on a dark night, you gaze up at the stars and sense a glimmer of wonder and hope, even though you can't find concrete answers to life's many questions up there in the sky, you can't help but feel comforted and renewed. Such is the energy of the star card. It is not about actions or situations. It's simply about connecting to the part of you that is hopeful and serene. This force will bring light back into your life and infuse you with positivity. A lovely card. That's what it says on it. And I'm sure some of you are laughing. Yes, this card could be applicable to many. And maybe it even resonates with you. Who knows? But it's a perfect reflection of the month I've had. January has been a month of embracing my authentic self. I am leaning into the unknown. And let me tell you, listeners, it feels hella good. Anyways, (laughs) this introduction and opening towards the woo-woo has changed me. I feel more in tune. I feel expansive. I can keep going, but I really think that you get the point by now. (laughs) So with that, thanks for tuning in to Uncurl with Maya. I'll see you next time.